What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 584th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello. It is fall officially in Minnesota because it's cold and Cub Foods has decided that every aisle should be a Halloween candy aisle. Literally, yes. <laughs> literally I <agree>. every aisle. <laughs> I'm like everywhere I go. And it doesn't help that like, here's tortilla chips and somebody has dropped off a big bag of Kit Kats because they decided they didn't want it two aisles later. They're like, just toss it there. Hannah also here. I am here. It is also fall here, and the sign of that is that it turned rainy immediately. It's <laughs> just, it's a just rain. Now, now all you get is rain. Mm-hmm. Not great for walking outside with Pokemon Go. <laughs> Look, it only rained a little bit here yesterday, and towards the end of the day. My dogs hated every minute of it, because they will not go outside when it's raining. This is, this is a constant problem, as they refuse to go outside while it's raining, which is a problem because they also need to use the bathroom. This is a constant rain struggle with those two. Speaking of winning, uh, we have some Pokemon Sleep news. That's games impossible to win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but Scarlet and Violet has some issues, and there was another issue that popped up. Well, we're going to be talking about that. That, that seems impossible on such a fine and <laughs> polished product how dare you speak ill scalping exists and we're going to talk about that for another product this week so uh you yeah, we gotta that we got, one that one that i <laughs> we'll get to it we'll get to it i Save shouldn't it. be surprised but when i saw the thing i'm like oh of course of oh course. Yeah. of course this is why we can't have nice things it's true it's true okay Let's uh let's kick off with the Pokemon Sleep news. This is what like two months in a row we've been consistently covering this game, so we'll just continue to do it. They put out their own little press release. This is off PokemonSleep.net. I think that's the official. <laughs> it better be slash news. Uh, so this is this was put out two days ago as of recording this. Our sleep tends to be shorter and shallower during the full moon. However, we found that on the night of the full moon, during good sleep day, the average duration of all your researchers, researches, researchers around the world was 11 minutes longer than average. So they're saying on Wednesday, August 30th, our average sleep was 600 and 600, six hours and 41 <laughs> minutes, which was at 11, eight, 11 minute increase over the average. Uh, and then uh, on Thursday, which was the day of the full moon, it was six hours and 39 minutes, which is a 12% 12 minute increase. And then Friday, six hours and 54 minutes, which is a 10 minute increase. They said, thank you all for sleeping more than usual to further your sleep research. We plan to hold another good sleep day event from uh, September 28th, which is a Thursday to uh, September 30th, which is a Saturday, uh, so you can sleep just as well during the next full moon. Uh, please look. I th This game has a chokehold on me. I now have moon. I have a moon calendar now. <laughs> I, it, 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 I, I open up my calendar, and I'm like, I know that there's going to be a, a half moon, quarter moon, <laughs> semi-circle moon. I, I, I need to know in advance when the full moon is coming. 
You only need to know the full moon. That's <laughs> well, it. The, the calendar gave me all of them. I subscribed to it and put it all in. <laughs> b- 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 you don't sleep as it is. Like, how is this really affecting your life in any meaningful because way, I, knowing that it's no, a full moon? Steve pl- sleeps, just not at the right time. Yes, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I have stayed in a hotel room yeah, with this individual. Yeah, but we're all friends in Pokemon Sleep. I do sleep, just not at we the, see the, numbers. the traditional time. I, I put all my Pokemon events in the calendar. Like usually at the start of the month when Niantic releases their like here's the here's your next month of scams. I'm like, okay, on Tuesday it's gonna be Slowpoke on So I, I do update my Pokemon calendar so I can try to manage. So like good sleep day is just another Pokemon event now in my calendar. <laughs> and it is. The moon calendar event. is giving me the heads up. Cause then I know what the next full moon's gonna be for October. Yes. I don't know why they seem to announce them so close to the actual event date. Because <laughs> well, I don't. It's not like people are going to s- stock up on sleep, or uh, I'm going <laughs> to deprive myself of sleep for the week before, so I can really crash out during the full moon. <laughs> October 28th, for the record, for October, <laughs> and then uh, plan ahead. No- November 27th. After that, see my calendar is working. I know the the full the full moon good sleep whatever. I mean every calendar I've ever had because I still when I had an office job I used to have a wall calendar and they always told me when the full moon was because so you just go home and you lock the door so you don't get attacked by werewolves. I mean that is just a that, given. That makes sense. I, uh, that <laughs> that is of, how it goes. Speaking of the next full moon, they're saying this is off their official Twitter. Three-day event, we already covered that. Enjoy peaceful nights of sleep bonuses and new encounters the night of the harvest moon. And if we look very closely at the moon, there is a Clefairy silhouette in the moon. There are two. Yeah, there's one at the top. I couldn't tell if that was Clefairy or just another Clefairy or just another uh, Pokemon in general. I don't know. This this shape maybe is a Landorus with legs. Uh, (laughs) There's a Mewtwo in there. It is a little there's hard like, to tell. There's like, that's probably a Gengar at some point. I see two Clefairies. Yeah, there's definitely I mean, two I Clefairies. Can, like, if I decide to see, I can see three or four if I'm really trying. <laughs> so let's let's not trust on human pattern recognition here. But yeah, there is definitely one. That's cool, I guess. I, I think there's only one metronomer in the game right now, which is Togepi. So probably safe to assume that I don't know, the Pokemon that uses metronome will probably have the metronome ability, <laughs> which I don't know if that's a great ability. It is a... It... <laughs> what is the spreadsheet? You never sent me the spreadsheet, oh, I so never I sent you the spreadsheet. Apparently, uh, so apparently, like, uh, Caterpie, Metapod, Butterfree, that's, like, one of the best lines to get because they're, they're ingredient harvesters or whatever. They also know sleep powder. You know, the more I use Pokemon Sleep, the more I appreciate, I don't know, appreciate that is the right word. I understand what they're doing now with their, like, sleep tracking. Like, it's very, it's very simplified, but, like, the little bar chart they show at the end, that isn't mm-hmm. that helpful. That's also really seemingly random. It's no, pretty inaccurate. I think mine is really inaccurate. <laughs> I think mine is yeah, really it's accurate. It's wildly Sorry. inaccurate. That's like today where you're just going to draw this. I think I'm the not... more I use it, the more accurate it, it 
feels because now because I can look at it and I can I can be like I did get out of bed here I did wake up and look at the clock yeah. here it gets that pretty consistently yeah but it, any more detail no. than that I don't that's not even correct on mine but then, well, you, then again, but you, I have, you have like 18 I dogs have, in your bed Greg. I have multiple <laughs> things happening in my bed at any given which, time which makes sense why it wouldn't be accurate for you it's just like whatever there was a time though I think it was last week I think when Kaiju actually sat on the button because <laughs> he wanted to be on my head and so he came up and plopped down to pod my head because sometimes he just decides I want to hit your head for a while and he was just fully sitting on the plus plus button. And I'm like, well, it's random anyway, so who cares? And then in the middle of the <laughs> night, you heard stop hitting Pika, me in the head, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I am out of gems officially. I have put all my free gems into uh, the the expanding either okay. inventory storage or the other I have that's probably the best thing to spend. I have a lot of room in my storage, and there's one of those bonus items that keeps telling me I can't put it in my bag because I don't have enough room. And I'm like, Is it like the 40 rare candy or something they gave? Yeah, it's whatever the the small dream thing or whatever. Yeah. I've like emptied out my bag as much as I'm willing to do, and it's still I'm like, well, whatever. I don't care enough for it to find out about how I should fix it. It's like you can spend your gems. It really is the best thing to spend gems on, I yeah, think. Yeah, they're permanent upgrades. Yeah, but I'm at 40 out of 120 spots, according to my bag thing. And it says there's 20 of these gems. And it still says, you don't have enough room. And I'm like, well... Are you upgrading your ingredient bag these. or your actual other bag? Actual two, other bag. You have two bags. I know. Those bags. <laughs> I've spent out of both to bring them down into acceptable levels. As, <laughs> and then I probably said, you know what? This is already eating up way too much of my time. If it's not I don't even know. I don't even know what these candies are supposed to give me in the game to care enough to get them into my bag. Well, the dream shards are pretty useless. I think everyone's agreeing that like there's a, like you can upgrade your pot with the dream shards and then you can upgrade Pokemon. But. If you've been you playing, just have so many. Yeah, if you've been playing consistently, you just have so much, and there's really nothing else to spend. I mean, I've on. never not had an S week, so I've never had an S. My week is F all the time. Okay, no, I, <laughs> I have S. I've had an S week since this game started, and it's been S the entire time. I think I don't know how to get anything less than an S on this thing. I think Hannah brought this up like the second week the game came out, where it de- it decides that a brand new Day is 4 a.m., mm-hmm. which is my sleep time, technically, because um, I normally sleep from 4 to noon. And so if I go to bed at like 4.02 on Sunday going into Monday, I've missed all of Sunday, mm-hmm. and that is my Monday day. But then on Monday, if I'm like exhausted and I decide to go to bed at 3 a.m., that's still Monday for me. Yep. And then if I go to bed on Tuesday at like 4.02, I have now missed Tuesday because that's considering it Wednesday. So it, I don't know how other sleep apps deal with that. 
or do they or other sleep apps don't care because it's not a game so they're just like you yeah, they, i don't think other sleep apps care other sleep apps mostly don't care but usually it counts as the next day instead of the previous day so when you're sleeping if you're sleeping between monday and tuesday at some point usually that counts as tuesday's sleep in pokemon go that counts as monday's sleep and it gets a little annoying yeah because i feel like it's disc <laughs> there was a day <laughs> of <laughs> I'm sorry to admit this. There was a day where I was super tired and I was like, but if I stay up for one more hour, <laughs> this is making bad sleep habits. It'll rotate into the next day and then I can get a good eight hours for that day. 4 a.m. Also... is the worst hour for a reason. Yeah, yeah, no, it. it is. It's really bad. But it's, it's like how the time own... I go to bed the most. <laughs> I like how their own. Average sleep times has everybody at six and a half hours and their goal is eight and a half. It's in, like uh, the other sleep apps I've used, the countries that tend to have the lowest average sleep are the US and Japan. And so I'm assuming that is playing a fairly <laughs> has a fairly large impact on these average sleep times. Yeah, but also the eight eight hours thing isn't real, nor is eight and a half hours. They just picked a time. Like, I don't know. I feel like when I get in a half hours, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> people yeah. do need more. People generally do need more sleep than they're getting, and generally, it's the problem of the systems and not the people. Yeah. You gotta so, remember, I mean, Hannah, that Greg is over like fifty now. So yeah, my I mean, so so it's only less and less sleep as Greg gets older. It's yeah, not necessarily I, I mean, that you need less sleep. It's just that sleep is harder. I watched this man I mean, slam a G Fuel <laughs> at 2 a.m. and then immediately pass you, out. Caffeine, I don't know. You're, Greg, you can't no trust anything sleep-related Greg is saying. No, I'm, all I'm saying is we know that everybody at different ages needs different amounts of sleep. I have crossed over one of the <laughs> thresholds where I no longer am expected to sleep fully for eight hours that I've been, I've been moving down to the six to six to seven hour range because i'm getting older i'm also expected to take like a far hour at night and a far hour in the middle of the day as i age but you need to figure out your own sleep schedule and don't go off of a game that says it's eight and a half hours because you may never need eight and a half hours there are a huge number of people who only ever need seven and that is their life and they will never like if you force them to sleep another hour and a half they are miserable. Yeah, like, but the averages aren't even reaching that. Right, and these averages aren't even reaching that. But also the question <laughs> is how much, what are the ages who are using this? I'm like so curious. There's um, no way like it's not adults. There's no way like 10 year olds are slamming the Pika button and listen to Pikachu no, every but night. I mean, there could be teens and teens have very different schedules and very different needs. Oh yeah, than, I mean, when I was in high school, I was running off like five or five hours of sleep like every single day yeah i'm just curious what their break up of age groups are who's actually using the app and i don't think they're collecting that information i mean i don't I, think they I, are i mean i'm sure they could i'm sure they have but they're probably generalizing it and not releasing it yeah from what i remember asking them at that event i liked that in the uh report when they were explaining how everybody's sleep was slightly more during good sleep day, they did say that this was only numbers for people who had one bout of sleep and who weren't taking naps, so naps didn't bring the averages down. This is theoretically actual night's sleep 
being about 6 hours and 40 minutes. I liked noticing that. That was a good detail. I like the way that the Pokemon Sleep team is going about things in general. They communicate more in a week than like right? <laughs> every other game combined. <laughs> They're like, what can we tell I our mean, people this week? Another we $50 box lot, is coming. We have a lot we can say that the Unite people have gone real quiet after their press release that has been proven to be very much not true. Next bit of news here is Pokemon is back at McDonald's. Um, and it is here until October 16th. So about three weeks if you're listening to this podcast. Pokemon fans who purchase a Happy Meal will receive everything they need to take part in a fun, easy-to-play match battle. This includes a four-card, special four-card Pokemon TCG booster pack uh and a game coin featuring either pikachu or fan favorite pokemon from the paldea region the cards in the booster packs feature pikachu sprigatito quaxley fuecoco cloth to titan and more there are 15 cards to collect oh they put flittle in here uh mm-hmm. okay sure cutie blissey is also my paldea fan favorite curly is mine yeah <laughs> All of those. <laughs> All of those are the best. Wait, why did they get both Sitatl and Sititan? They got a whole line here. Sandaconda? Excuse me? Right? <laughs> Sandaconda <laughs> is brilliant. Great, great inclusion. Really, we got this extra Sandaconda art thrown in the McDonald's bundle. <laughs> Have okay, here's a question for for you. Have you noticed that the Pokemon TCG trick-or-treat packs in more stores this year than last year. I see it everywhere. It is everywhere. I I went to Costco. They had them at Costco. I went to Walgreens. I went to Cub. I went to Target. All of them had it. And I'm like, what is going on? I think this was not. I think they just overprinted it. For like good. Like, I I think it's like good. For the record, to anyone listening, if, if you are in the tax bracket to afford to give out halloween candy or halloween whatever <laughs> i do think and you the, want to deal with children i do think the booster packs are are cool and pretty inexpensive i think they're i think they're the better alternative to candy have you seen the price of candy it's a the candy is very expensive all of well everything's expensive all of a sudden but the, yeah. the, all the of sudden. booster packs are so much cheaper than like a bag of mini skittles or whatever that you could be handing out but here's the thing i can't eat booster packs <laughs> and not pass them out to children i can't have the excuse of i'm buying candy for the kids and then probably eat it all i can't do that with booster packs you can open the packs you can crack them yeah i know but then i have more stuff in my house <laughs> It was enjoyable. It, it's it's fun. I bought it last year, and I was not able to hand out all of them because nobody was in the neighborhood I was in at that time. Um, and so I just opened one whenever I was feeling sad. It made me happy. <laughs> Get that dopamine hit of opening a package. Yes. For me, that would be gone in a day then. <laughs> just rip, rip, rip. By the time you're listening to this, this raid event will be over. Uh, but there was a Slither Wing and Iron Moth Paradox raid event. Uh, they didn't have any like special rewards. It was pretty much the same as um, Iron Tusk and Iron Treads and Gray Tusk. There we go. <laughs> One of those Pokemon. 
I would I would assume there would be like a roaring moon slash iron valiant. And I don't know what they would pair Screamtail up with, but you would think they would do all the paradox eventually. Oh, probably eventually. I mean, but- this is basically so that you could get the one from the other game. It's like yeah. get the thing from the other game event and complete your Pokedex. If you didn't if do you the still weird. Need to. Yeah, the weird area zero, everybody's invisible to each other. Oh, multiplayer I haven't checked events. since the update if that was like. <laughs> I haven't checked it either. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I mean, like, the only way to get the other one is to still have Nintendo online. So if you have Nintendo online, you can connect to the Poke Portal, you can see all the raids, you can join the other one, and or if you have Nintendo online, you could also just trade somebody. Well, you could technically trade somebody without Nintendo online, but you would have to be local. You would have to be in person. Yeah. Which, it's hidden behind a paywall. They're, they're, uh... <laughs> Anna's face is priceless. (laughs) I think the reason, like the this, it was it was it was confusing to me until people would come into my stream and be like, "Do you have any solo builds?" And I would be like, "No, just play with other people. It's more efficient and easier, and you will get it done quicker." And nine times out of ten, the rebuttal was, "I don't have Nintendo Online." Which is kind of wild to me, because in my head, maybe I'm, I just always had Nintendo online, because like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've just always, and it's what, like 20, I think for a family, it's like 35 a year, for a person, it's 25, but a family, I think is like Um, eight people or something, or six, it's like a lot of people can go on a Nintendo family. Because like, no, because isn't individual 20... Individuals 20 and families 35. I think you're right. I think. Yeah. Let me go to the website. Let me look. Both uh, of those, though, are pretty inexpensive. I mean, I think it's one of my least expensive sub- subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, $20 a year. But I mean, I can understand. Also, if you're looking at it like, are you just so 20 bucks is just for Nintendo Switch online. If you want the online with the expansion packs, that's $50 a year. Yeah. And $80 a year with expansion packs for the for the family. So I mean, I get it. I mean, yeah, but also who's doing some the expansion pass. <laughs> I don't need to spend yeah. extra thirty dollars <laughs> to play like Pokemon Snap. I mean, some people just don't have that like the if the only reason why they're gonna pay for Nintendo online is every three months there might be a raid they wanna do. That's 20 bucks thrown out the window, right? Like, that is just a, I, I don't need this. I don't play with other people. This is a waste of my money. I just never have, I, I just have never. Okay, so as a kid, in my head, Pokemon was a $40 game, right? Game Boy games were 35 40 or whatever. Depend, uh, well, like Toys R Us, they were 40 My parents would yeah, always 40, be like, yeah, we got yeah. to wait for the, the Kohl's discount. We got to wait for the Kohl's cash to get Pokemon Red over here in clearance. But, like, as a kid, I always thought, like, the link cable was a necessity of Pokemon. I mean, they advertised it this way for 27 years yeah, yeah. of, like, this is it a did. game you play with other people. So I understand there are introverts out there that are like, I only play solo games. I never play with anyone. I don't have any brothers or sisters. I don't have any friends. But that's never what Pokemon was advertised for. So in my head, it was always like, 
the online thing is such like the the communicating and playing with other people is such an integral part of Pokemon. And there are so many Pokemon games that at this point, like if it was just Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, I'd be like, okay, I get why you're not spending 20 bucks a year. But it's Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, Legends Arceus, Diamond and Pearl, Sword and Shield, Sword and Shield Expansive. Like you're so ma- like if your main thing is Pokemon and you've purchased all of these games or at least four or five of these games, the $20 is like the smallest <laughs> expense out of all of that um, for yeah. a better experience. Like doing raids yeah, with yeah. people is a better experience. Like being able to wonder trade. a lot of those I don't know how big the, that Venn diagram is of people who purchased every possible game and have the disposable income to what buy else every are you game. Doing on the and Switch? Playing also- Mario Kart? <laughs> you look. There's a bunch of freebie, cheapy stuff on there too. What do I? I mean, I play Unite on it. That's about the only thing I use my Switch for right you now. You don't need Nintendo Online for that because apparently. Correct. Free to play games get around. This is the same on like PlayStation as well. The free to play games get around the Nintendo Online for whatever reason. I don't know what the legal like. I, I don't think Pokemon Scarlet and Violet could be like not nah, Nintendo. Our players will avoid. Yeah, I don't know what weird rules they have, but I, I do know the one I, rule is if your game is like Fortnite, you don't need Nintendo Online, which is it would kind of ruin the free to play model in some ways. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Did you... Uh, here, before we go to break, this is not a story spoiler for the record. It is uh, a reward spoiler, I suppose. But we pretty much spoiled everything last week. Did you yeah. guys finish your Kitakami Pokedex? Yes. Not quite yet. I had the white basculin, white stripe basculin <laughs> the problem. Issue. But I, I, I issue, but I did get to 200. You get the little... Um, so if you finish the Kitakami Pokedex, you just get the Terra charm yeah. or whatever charm. it's called mm-hmm. yeah. glistening charm i think it maybe is called something but it gives you way more terra sh- a lot more terra shards i think a lot it, more terra shards it gives nice. you if you're in a six star raid i think it guarantees you an extra 12 no matter what if you're in a five star i think it's like an extra like nine yeah i did a bunch of mewtwo's after i got it and i don't remember what i got but i was like swimming in shards now it's really easy because it's it, it you scroll down it's the final reward yeah so for like six yeah for six i mean star, i know i like looked i don't remember what it was <laughs> i looked and i'm like oh cool i got more and then i promptly jettisoned that information out of my brain <laughs> well I, I i play scarlet and violet a lot so anytime there's a seven star raid i get to 999 arrow shards of whatever that raid boss is giving and then I usually have to sell some, and then I continue doing the raid, and I'm back at nine ninety nine. The other alternative is like grinding out Blissey, mm-hmm. and Blissey was giving mm-hmm. a lot of shards, but this is giving mm-hmm. e- a lot more shards. Um, like out of all the shards, I think the ones I never have is is I think it's like steel. Like steel is like really good, especially for like gold and yeah. go. Um, so there's like two, it's like whatever, whatever they haven't done for seven star raids, which is definitely steel. And I think maybe dark. And then those are the ones I'm always low on, but everything else I'm at like nine, 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 whatever. And now that this item has existed, I don't know if that's like, I am obviously not the average Pokemon player. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's that for so, sure. So I think the 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 char the the charm is averaging that out for other people. But I wonder if there will be something else to do with shards in the next DLC. Because I feel like hmm. this item is almost a little too late. Because I feel like you either never have enough or you have too much. And this item, you never have enough. It's probably just because you're just not playing a lot, which is like fine. Some people just play like... Or you're just not playing raids a lot. Yeah. Not everybody does quite so many raids. I think that some people are going to be really happy about this item, but I also do expect that whole Rainbow Terra thing in the second DLC to maybe make it more <laughs> <Yeah>. necessary. <laughs> yeah, there may be there may be a shard eater. Maybe there's a cramorant machine that you shove shards Ooh. into. The the okay, 19th here's the, here's type the, is just the cramorant. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my other question to you. Did you pick up your free egg? This I is did. A spoiler. Mm -hmm. I picked it up literally after I beat egg? the game. Or the yeah, yeah, I hatched it. I hatched it. Yeah. Okay, who did you get? I got Chimchar. I also got Chimchar. I hatched it and promptly forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Chimchar. I'm pretty Anna sure hates I can Gen say 4 that. Confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. Confirmed anger over brilliant diamond shining pearl. Oh wait, no, I got uh, Turtwig. That's it. Oh, I'm looking for a Piplup. Mm. Actually, I did you don't have one in Pokemon Home. I have, I have a million in Pokemon Home. I could just pass over. I'm just I trying to find somebody who actually hatched a Piplup, just to see who if it like if any of them were more rare than the others. This is a completely informal and unscientific poll, uh, but so far. Nobody I know has gotten Piplup. So Piplup is the rare egg. Is all, you've heard it here first, and that's it. Can I complain real quick? I never get to complain on this show. <sighs> no, but go ahead. I'm so tired of Gen 4. It was a mistake <laughs> to release two Gen 4 games, or whatever you want to call it, Sinnoh games, whatever. And the fact that Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl was a faithful remake did no benefits to anyone. Did I am not so, help the situation. There one, is nothing exciting about Shinx or Starly or Bidoof or whatever other early route Gen 4 Pokemon. Anytime I now see them in a game, I'm just like, I'm I'm done. I don't I don't care about <laughs> you. You have been overexposed. Yeah, and they took away the one important one, Badoo. Hey, they had to make some some Gen Four cuts. Yeah, they made bad ones. <laughs> also, they like Geo Dude, even, even in Legends Arceus, they were like, "Here's a bunch of Geo Dudes," and then in this DLC, they're like, "Here's some more Geo." Here's a bunch of Geo Dudes. <laughs> There's hey, a Geodudes thousand cave. Pokemon. Pick <laughs> <Think> something else. <laughs> All right, show me on the Geo Dude where it hurt you. <laughs> Point to the geotone to show where the emotional damage happened. We, please, just give us like another 200 more Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, how, I mean, didn't, wasn't Gen 4 one of the bigger additions? No. Or is that Gen, Gen 5? Gen 5 was the biggest. Gen 5 was 100. Gen 5 was the biggest. 156 yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. Gen 4 yeah. was not a lot of new Pokemon, but a lot, well. Not a there lot of a like, lot of evolutions. Yeah, a lot of there were a lot of evolutions. Families that exist. I want to say it was close to a hundred, wasn't it? Yeah, 
I think that is correct. 100 and something. That's why when the Sinnoh Fest for Pokemon Go comes out, it's going to be real, uh, real light. <laughs> you know who I'm tired of seeing from Gen 4? Gastrodon. Tired of getting it for free. <laughs> tired of it being around. I'm tired of it being a fake shiny. Is it pink? Is it blue? What are you? I'm over it. Get out. It's the ever-present sea slug. It's just there. <laughs> Never-ending. Everybody uses it. We're going to give 18,000 of them out for free. Oh, you know, speaking of Nintendo Online and speaking of trading and speaking of Gastrodon, I forgot this was a thing. I noticed it very early on when the game came out. But when you're trading with somebody, I had a friend message me and be like, I'm missing Iron Bundle. Can you help me out real quick so I can get my shiny charm? And I was like... Bet I got Iron Bundle. I'm swimming in bundles. I got bundles. nothing but Iron Bundles. <laughs> the nickname in high school, Iron Bundle. Okay. <laughs> the game will show you what they're missing in your PC boxes. There will be a little white glow around those Pokemon. And when I was trading them, I was like, oh, you're missing Gastrodon. And they were like, no, I have a Gastrodon. I just need Bundle. But it was saying that they were missing the pink Gastrodon. Because oh. my pink Gastrodons were lit up, but my blue ones were not. So it's really cool that it like senses different forms. I thought, like, I'm pretty sure it was like, uh, you know, this game is, has very few issues, but I'm pretty sure that the, the, the trading thing was like slightly broken when it first came out. And I think they fixed it with like the first or second patch. But then I completely forgot because I don't really trade anyone. And then when I was trading last night, I was like, oh, yeah, like it lights up Pokemon you're missing. And now that there's more Pokemon and there's like forms, like it lit up like white stripe. And I was like, they already had, you know, red or whatever. Um, so it's just like a really neat and cool feature. I'm pretty sure it was introduced in Gen this generation. I don't think it was in. Yeah, I don't remember it existing before. I don't remember it lighting up in any way, shape or form like, hey, you're missing yeah, person's, I don't remember that feature before, so I think it's new. And there's always like again, the trading trade feature of like, oh, just trade me whatever. I don't know what I want. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, I see you're now missing Sandstorm Vivian. So I, I guess you said whatever. So I guess I'll trade you the form of Vivian you're missing. I still need to connect my go to the whole. I haven't done any of that. I can't. The, the thought of doing all that and transferring postcards over is so emotionally and mentally exhausting to me <laughs> that I can't even begin to start the steps of doing it. Because I know when I... Very easy. <laughs> you could have a Vivian party and do more than one at once. <laughs> but then I have to go to the place and I have to catch it and then I have to do a... For, for for Pokemon that I already have one of every that I use it. the GTS <laughs> to get all the forms from. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do this again. I already did it once. It was exhausting then. You got to do it so you can update your LinkedIn profile that you have all the Vivian in your OT. Look, I'm losing faith in LinkedIn, everybody. <laughs> I, I got some news so for you, Greg. And none of them have gotten me a job. People have lost faith in LinkedIn years ago. <laughs> The entire I mean, time. I could go. <laughs> the weird uselessness slash 
absolute necessity of LinkedIn really needs to be studied because nobody wants to use it. But if you're looking for a job, it is the only way to find a job. It is so like it is one of the few social media platforms where it's like you only need it when you need it. And when you need it, you absolutely have to be on it every day. It's not like a dating app, though. <laughs> no dating apps you can be real casual with. LinkedIn, if you want a job, you cannot be casual with LinkedIn. <laughs> you can be casual job hunting. <laughs> that if you need one. <laughs> We gotta take a break. Uh, We'll be uh, right back. This podcast is brought to you by Ravensburger. Indulge in the timeless pleasure of assembling Ravensburger's extraordinary jigsaw puzzle. Ravensburger's brings premium quality puzzles crafted with the best attention to detail and the most unparalleled puzzle solving experience out there. With a rich heritage dating back to 1883, Ravensburger's puzzles have become an integral part of families' lives across generations. Share the joy of puzzling with family, friends, your neighbor, your neighbor's dog, knowing that your cherished puzzles will stand the test of time, more so than Dialga. Enjoy a mindful moment and immerse yourself in the world of captivating colors, stunning imagery, and amazing designs that will delight you or just people of all ages. Regardless of your preferences or skill level, you'll find a jigsaw puzzle that will suit you perfectly thanks to the wide range of imagery, themes, and piece counts available. You can start small and work your way up to puzzles over 40,000 pieces. If you're ready for the challenge, shop Ravensburger on Amazon today. And we are back from our break. All right. Speaking of Scarlet and Violet, another issue. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. This one, this one, okay. This, this issue doesn't break anything. It is, it is unfortunate. And I also think like 99% of players probably don't have this issue. Very specific. This is off. I, I just grabbed Pokey Jungle's tweet. Front, front of the show, Pokey Jungle. Uh, some players have had trouble completing things such as the Kitakami Ogre Clan quest because trainers were not properly saved as defeated. Pokemon has announced a patch will be released in the first half of October to fix this. Uh, I couldn't find that initial tweet. I did see it at one point. Um, yeah, I saw it at some point. I saw, I saw it at some point and then promptly forgot to save it. That's why I grabbed Pokey Jungles. But they did they did officially state early October. I think they announced that on Tuesday. I believe Monday was like a holiday in Japan. So that makes sense. And then Anubis, which we've talked about her before. Um, she is... I, I don't know if I would consider her a data miner. I don't know what she considers herself. But she does a lot of testing over and over and then figures out stuff and then tells us. Um, so she said that the game can only remember 300 trainers defeated. Um, so that means if you battled every single person in Paldea, and then you went to Kitakami, and then you battled all those people, there's in total between the DLC and the expansion, I think in total there's 307 trainers between it. So that's why it cannot remember some of the Ogre Clan, because you probably might have saved Ogre, Cl- Ogre Clan to be last. 
because they're the harder trainers, and then you defeat them, and then all of a sudden the game goes battle them again, and you battle them again, and then all of a sudden the game goes battle again. Because the game can only remember 300. Which, I guess you could say, like, didn't they test this? I don't know. Did they have a playtester battle every single yeah. thing? <laughs> I think that's one of those things where it's, you know, you you battled so many of them that you made sure everything worked and they all worked, but you were never really because I, I don't think this has ever happened before. So it's probably it was just it's never in a UA testing thing like hey, we did we change something that would create a limit? Or did we have more trainer battles in this game than normal and that it always had been this limit, but it was just never hit in any of the games before? Like, who knows when this bug was actually introduced? At, and believe me, <laughs> you test a lot of things, but you cannot test everything. The the shocking thing here is there's more than 300 trainers in these games. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't. I feel like that's a lot, a lot, and I don't. I can't think that there's that many in Sword and Shield. Who who's battling these people? Who I battled Look. as many as I could find. I don't when, think I found all of them. I see them in the field. It's a friendly wave as I zip on by. <laughs> Hope you're having a good day. I want nothing to do with you. I want you to make the little me... dialogue box disappear. I understand. You will give me nothing but grief. <laughs> I understand that. But also, in the early game, I was like, oh, this isn't worth my time. I don't really need the money. They're, 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 they're not fun. For me, they weren't even fun to find of like, there are five trainers in this area. Battle them and come back. And you do the first one and then you come back and he gives you like an Oren berry and you're like, this wasn't worth battling five people for that. <laughs> and I know, there's, there's, there, I know that people are about to write in the YouTube comments. Also, hello, hi, if you made it this far, please like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. I know people are going to be like, well, one of them gives you an amulet coin. Yes, I, yeah, I did that one, of yeah, course. Yeah, I know. That's, that's... And I looked up online how to get the amulet <laughs> coin, just battled them people, and then went and got the amulet coin. It was like, and we're done. Here's the thing. Dude, here's, here's what I want in real life, too. Do not speak to me unless your text is in orange, because that <laughs> way I know it's important. If your text is in white, well, I don't need you in my well, life. Well, the clan is in black. It, if your text is in black, then I know you're trouble and I need to prepare to deal with you. I want people's language as it comes out of their mouth message to, to be color coded <laughs> so I know what I have to deal with. If I want to know that I can ignore 90% of you because all you're doing is speaking white text at me. But, but now that <laughs> the we're NPC in like post that tells you you can lock the minimap is a white, white bubble NPC. Yeah. There are, there are little clues here and there. I mean, they, they say things. They, they, they so, should be some in characters orange talk too if much. it's important. <laughs> the thing that I have now that I beat the game and I'm going back through Paldea, and I, I can tell you right now, there's no way I have battled 100 NPCs. And that, like, this issue is not an issue for me. Like, shout out to, like, the five people out here listening to the... in the Shout out to the five people in the entire world that battled all 300 NPCs, because... Boy, there's uh, many things I would rather do in this video game than to battle, like, a dude that has, like, a surskit and a, a, a squawkabilly. Like, just don't need to do that. Don't need your, don't need your 700 polka dollars when I defeat your squawkabilly. Where was I going with this? 
Oh, now no that I've clue. Be- <laughs> now that I've beaten the game, the reason I don't battle them because I like Hannah, I would like to get rid of that dialogue, is because I'm usually carrying around a party that is not fully EV trained, and I don't want to battle them and mess up my EVs because, like, I don't know what Squawkabilly is given, but whatever it is, I don't want it. I don't want that. <laughs> It's given rock is what it's given. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I should battle this person. But like, oh, I recently put like so-and-so on my team. And I don't want to like the, the the concept of like, I got to stop, go to my PC, drop off this Pokemon, battle you, then go back into my PC, bring it. No, 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 no. It's exhausting. No, for, thank for you. nothing. For no reward. For nothing. I got for four nothing. million Poke Dollars. I don't need your 800 Poke Dollars because I defeated your Oinkalidge. I don't know Although, what that was. Although, <laughs> I, I did do the billionaire storyline using... I made so much money off those two <laughs> because I used the Happy Hour and Amulet Coin strat. Can you only do that? I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't started that storyline. You, you only do it once, right? You only do it once. Um, and literally, if you if you use the happy hour, because we all got a happy hour Pokemon. If you did the Hisui and Zorark free download, it knows happy hour. So just put the amulet coin on there, do happy hours the first move, then switch to whatever will knock their Pokemon out. And it basically quadruples their money. Like, this is how I paid for the flashy outfit and to restore the <laughs> restore the monument you're draining like, them for these. every cent they've got oh absolutely also <laughs> i am mad that i only get their phone cover and i don't gain access to their hair or their outfits they have different hair yeah they do yeah they do it's bad is it like sorbert shieldbert not, not as that bad, bad. <laughs> but i'm still mad that i never got sorbert or shieldbert's hair and i got chairman rose's hair as an option so yeah, I guess like if you're listening to this podcast, uh, don't go to Paldea and battle the rest of those trainers if you want to see what the end of the ogre not clan until is. I, not till the end of October. Then uh, have at it because they're fixing again, it. Again, I'm actually being really serious. I don't know of anyone. I I know they exist, but I don't know of anyone who has battled every single trainer. Like that, that that is like finding the trainers is probably the most time-consuming thing. Because there's no... there. You have no clue. They're like Korok seeds. You have no clue what you've already done or not done at that point. Like, even if I was like, all right, uh, tomorrow I'm gonna, we're going to battle all the trainers to check this box off on a checklist that would matter. I, I don't know where to start. I have no clue who I battled or who I haven't battled. <laughs> No clue. But I mean, there are completionists out there. There are completionists for every aspect of everything. And I'm sure there's a list and I'm sure somebody has the list and has absolutely been checking it off. Yeah, I'm sure I can go to Serebii and pull up where they're all standing, but that doesn't answer which ones I've done or which ones I haven't done. I'd have to like start. Go through all of them. Yeah, I'd have to start and like document it myself. Which again, if if there was a reward... If at some point there was like, oh, if you battled all 300 trainers in Paldea, actually, I think there's like 287 or something. If you battled like all 300, you get a, 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 a I don't even know what they would give you. <laughs> Another charm of some sort. You'd get 10 citrus berries. <laughs> like I would maybe like if it was a shirt or well, there's no shirts in this game. If it was like a hat or like shoes or something of like you, I think Pokemon needs to do shirt. more of that. 
Like, if it was a shirt that I could use, I would I would hunt each and every one of them <laughs> down and make them rule the day they showed up in to disable your school uniform. <laughs> I would do that. I would be so happy would, to knock out those squawkabillies. Oh, every moment of every day would be spent just <laughs> fighting literally anybody who looked at me sideways in that region. Let's go. I got to change my outfit. We are graduating from the school, and I'm taking you all down with me. I I mean, I'm so happy that I'm not in the school outfit and that I'm in the festival outfit. Like, I'm never changing it. Festival outfit's good. Although the DLC outfits that you got, which you would have got months ago if you pre-ordered, they were okay. I still like the school uniform, but it works for me. <laughs> and the orange is better than the purple. Oh, I think the orange is the I, I literally <laughs> had somebody in my Twitch chat that was like, I cannot stand the orange, and they bought Scarlet because just of the uniform. They're like, I can't look at it. Scarlet's the best game I of mean, the two it in has, every way. It it except the outfits. <laughs> it does have the better Pokemon. Pokemon TCG Classic. Go back to the beginning with Pokemon Traded Card Game Classic. This timeless collection includes three 60-card decks featuring original first partner Pokemon. They're using that word again. Inspired by the Pokemon TCG base set uh, with cards throughout the game's history. All as foil cards are ready to play right outside the box. In addition to vintage favorite, six new cards including Suicune EX, Lugia EX, and Ho-Oh EX will make their debut. Enhance your experience with high-quality gameplay Accessories like a foldable two-player game board, stackable damage counters, and a tool case that keeps everything convenient. Now, if I told you that you could play with your original base Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise, three pre-made decks that are absolutely not tournament legal in any way, (laughs) except for the energy cards, they did clarify that the energy cards could be used in your tournament legal deck, and I put those in a giant... Maybe wooden, wooden being very generous case, and then maybe that case I is cover, covered with maybe a leather or fine woven or plastic. I, I don't know what the soft material is. I did. And then I told you that for three decks of 60 cards, pre-made, not tournament legal, ultimately proxy cards, that you could pay the low, low price of 300 and $99.99. And Is that something that you are in this economy? <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you are willing to spend money on? I don't think no. I've ever felt so priced out from a product before. Like, like the skateboards, going back to last week or the week before, $109. I, I was willing to buy two. And still feel very confident, okay, with that decision. I don't know what the word is. And when they went to eBay for $300 plus, I was like, ah, that's a little bit out of my budget. Like, maybe $150 I'd buy, $160, you know, a little bit more finder's fee, I understand. $400 for this? Who is this for? Yeah. And before anyone says, like, scalpers... I, uh, I, I'm already priced out before the scalpers even got to it. The very first commercial, the very first trailer they did for this set was very luxury branded. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's a little confusing why they haven't talked about any luxury materials. They don't say what anything is made out of. Um, no, they, they yep. don't. They really don't. So I saw this in Japan. Uh, at, they, they had this at Worlds. They had like this, this area where you could... I, I, I have a video of it. I was going to post it like a TikTok of like showing everything like close up and everything. I, I, they were all Japanese who were showing it. So we were lucky and we had, I was with real breaking Nate. It was me and Nate um, who saw it together. And there are things they don't even mention in this Pokemon center listing, like the little damage counters that they're, they're magnetic. They magnetize to each other. Mm-hmm. They stack. They me- they don't mention that at all. The little ball rolling thing is really great, like really smooth. I'm pretty sure they said the the three deck boxes were leather. Um, and I want to say that the top of the board was like the same material as the deck boxes. But now I don't remember. But the board is pretty big and they, they opened it up and there's like felt on the inside. But even, even seeing it in person and touching it and now seeing the price, like because they never said the price. It's just so jarring how, like, I didn't, when I was touching it and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, hey, Papa Pikachu, if you're listening, if you want to send me one, like, I'd love to make a bunch of content around it. Nowhere did I think, like, oh, this, this is probably going to be 400 Like, I thought in my head, like, maybe 199 like, maybe 250 at the high end. But even yeah. 199 when I say, like, ah, it'd probably be, like, 200 bucks For what? Like, three leather deck boxes and proxy cards like i feel like really fancy chess sets are usually (laughs) priced around what this is yeah and that's kind of what this reminds me of this hurt this feels like exactly what magic the gathering just did that made everybody so angry with their 30 day with a 30th anniversary thing where it's like wasn't it a thousand dollars you have a random chance to get proxy cards of famous cards that you cannot use except in your home home game and oh by the way this product's a thousand dollars i mean you can use most of this set just not the cards you can use the damage counters you (laughs) You can can. use the you can use all of the all of the things that you play the the cards around it but just not the actual cards so the coolest the coolest part is the little box that has the the damage counters the the poison and burn marker and then the the little circle thing where all you do is you drop the ball in and then it rolls either heads or tails that's it like what what that on its own is what maybe 60 dollars for like retail but realistically probably cost them i mean like i i I don't like using the analogy of like well it's costing it costs apple like 14 dollars to make an iphone yeah capitalism understand they're also making it at like massive scale all of those damage counters and the little like ball thingy nowhere in what in what universe do like little magnetic metal damage counters add up to sixty (laughs) dollars like you can't make them any more premium like i touch them they're not that pretty like they're they're like ah cool like little metal like i've i've purchased i guarantee you right now greg has a bunch of metal dice like very fancy like metal six-sided 20-sided 100-sided dice and it's the same material Except there's a magnet inside. There's no way that that... So it's like, okay, well, if the magnet stuff is not that, like, expensive, then it's like, okay, the game board. It's just a piece of wood with a felt... Like, again, if they said that it was, like, genuine 
alligator leather or something. They're not saying that. Like, they're not even saying it's leather at all. I don't even, I'm not sure what the material is. Like, it felt like a soft material, like a play mat almost. But they're not even saying like, oh, this is Hermes. <laughs> we partnered with Hermes. Right. <laughs> It it just has one hinge on it. It's just a box that opens. It's it's not even like it's like some complicated mechanism of like uh, it opens and then tells your fortune. And then and then on top of that, you have proxy cards. Like these are not legal cards. So I don't think I could be wrong. Uh, I've been pretty right on a lot of the TCG stuff uh, with like the McDonald's stuff in the past and the cards crashing and not being worth nearly as much and how everyone invested in like PSA and now people just have a bunch of slabs that literally no one wants to buy because of the pandemic. <laughs> Even if you're like, I got $400, I'm going to I'm gonna drop it because the cards inside are going to be worth more. Why, I, I, why would we think that Charizard, Venus, or Blastoise would be worth more? They're, they're, they, they've already existed. These are just reprints that, that they have said are not legal in any way. So the original Charizard that they've reprinted like six times, like base set, base set two, X, Y, <laughs> would still be worth more than this? I, I don't understand where this price is coming from. And again, to Hannah's point, if this is supposed to be like a luxury chess set, I understand that. But nowhere in your posting are you listing what's luxury <laughs> about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, even if, like, if, if Will bought this and Will was like, Stephen Gray, come on over. Like, I would be like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. The, the analogy I used was, and Greg knows this really well. You go to, like, the board game store. You, you buy a brand new board game. They're coming out all the time. You spend, like, 60 bucks on a brand new board game. And then you, like, open it up. You set it up for game night. And then somebody, somebody... There's, you always have that friend in your friend group that's like really a little bit too hard with their with their holding of the cards. And so you just drop 60 bucks in a brand new game. And like after your first play session, it's like, ah, oh, this card has a nick in it. And it's supposed to be like a randomized hidden roll game. So now that kind of defeats the purpose because, you know, there's a nick. This card's bent. My dog chewed on this card. Somebody spilled the drink. This card got like, I don't I wouldn't want to play that for it's not like if it was. <laughs> For like four hundred dollars, like yeah, you want to play one of my three decks? Uh, no, not really, because I don't want to be responsible. I mean, for so we can we can price out a lot of the individual pieces. Like so, looking at the decks boxes, like leather high quality deck boxes of those have existed for a long time, and they cost about twelve dollars each. So there's three of them, which is getting us to thirty six bucks just for those. Which is like, okay. Well, there's different qualities then, of leather. So again, if they were to be like, this is the top of the yeah, line leather. Yeah, it doesn't leather, say that. But it, yeah, it doesn't like, say that. And I'm looking at like a high-end deck box that looks similar to that, and they're 12 bucks each. But even then, even if you take those bits, and then you say, okay, well, okay, then let's say like the magnetic counters, if you bought them separately with that, would be another $40, let's say. You are still not anywhere approaching, but if you bought those pieces individual at, at full retail price right now, you are not approaching $400 for everything. Not even close. I just want to say that these are on eBay for buy it now for like $800 and they're not going anywhere. There is a starting bid at $500. 
No buy with a buy it now of a thousand. Also, no, no bids. bids. Again, I I don't think this is like a scalping. Like I I don't think this is a scalping issue. I think people bought it with the intent to scalp it, of course. Yeah. But I th- I think that people are already priced out. Like myself included. Like as somebody who collects Pokemon mm-hmm. stuff, I collect a hundred dollar metal Pokeballs. I have them all. They're behind me. And I love them. And they have never sold out, except for the Master Ball sold out in like two hours. I think the Love Ball is sold out because it was around Valentine's Day. That was really good marketing. And then they restocked it. They're $100 each. Sometimes they go on sale at like GameStop for like 80 bucks. Sometimes even cheaper for like Black Friday. Like, I like them. I think they're great. They feel great in the hands. They're metal. Um, They light up. I've never replaced the batteries in any of them because why would I like light them up? They do not. They just... Somebody comes in, they don't do anything. They light up, they're cool. I understand the process of like, I want to collect something and put on my shelf. I have a lot of Pokemon plushes. They also don't do anything. I got two Bear Walker skateboards. Also don't do anything. Like, I got a lot of Pokemon stuff that doesn't do anything. Not with that attitude. I mean, it sold out, so. But I don't even know if it sold out because. scalpers are going to try to not lose money. I mean, it's interesting that they sold out, but like if you go to other places that normally carry it, like Best Buy still has it listed as coming soon. So the question is, is like, have stores gotten their stock yet? And what's going to happen in actual stores? Will they sell out or will this be a thing come Black Friday where you're like, you know, that $400 product, it's now 150 on clearance at Best Buy. So I'm going to pick it up. Like, it's hard to say what exactly is happening with the set because it is grossly overpriced at four hundred dollars like obnoxiously overpriced even at 250 i would have been like "Mm, i'm not sure if i'm gonna get it yeah i mean i think 250 is is a very high end collectible item that at least their pictures would lead you to believe that the quality might be worth 250 dollars, but you would still be on the fence Looking at the pictures and knowing that it's proxies and knowing how much the base things cost separately, $400 is like a hard no. You've got to be kidding me. For for what? For what? They've also marketed things as luxury much better than they've marketed this. <laughs> the pictures are not benefiting. Their Christmas tree isn't even ceramic. It's resin. I think the only thing I want from this is like the damage counters. I think the damage counters are really cool. Yeah, I think the damage counters are cool. I think they're really cool. And you can actually like bring like I am sure that when this product comes out, which is November on their website, that there there will be a video on Twitter of somebody carrying their giant briefcase to their like official match and then like opening it up and taking out their like new EX deck. Or whatever is like good. I'm sh- I'm sure that video will exist. I maybe don't be that person. I get like <laughs> don't bring your giant wooden four hundred dollar classic. You what? Uh, do whatever you want. Although I do think like the damage counters is something that you could easily bring to a tournament. Mm-hmm. They're, they're it's really small. Uh, I'm a, 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 a disclosure though. I don't know if this is tournament legal. I don't know. I don't think this is tournament legal. You could still use the damage counters. You could still use the markers. But I don't know if dropping the little ball and the little round spinny thing. I don't know if that's going to. That has to be in the rules of that. If that's allowed or not, because currently in the rules right now, it is only you're allowed to flip a coin. Heads or tails. um, And they're pretty strict about what coins you can use. You could easily get a judge called on you that so and so doesn't like 
your coin, um, and then the judge might bring uh, their own coin. And then the other thing you can do is you can roll a die. And if it's mm-hmm. odd or even, is heads or tails for the die. But the die rules are really specific, too. Like, the die usually has to be, like, semi-translucent. It must have, like, rounded edges. Like, the rules for what you are allowed to flip for heads or tails are pretty strict. And I don't think anywhere in the rules it's saying you can bring the roller coaster ramp to drop your little metal ball down. Like, I, I don't even think that's allowed. I'm I sure somebody yeah, will try it and a judge not. will be called. I always loved it that I had the like official Pokemon dice dice that you got from Japan. So the heads was a Pikachu heads and then the tail was a Pikachu tail. And they had little like Japanese I I can't read it, but you know, little Japanese on it. And I would bring that to tournaments. And when somebody was losing against me, they would call the judge every this happened every single time. I, they would be losing and they would be so what happens in TCG I've talked about this before but what happens in TCG is when when somebody is losing and they're really petty they will look for anything they can and you're doing to like call a judge to try to get some kind of advantage to like halt the game in in their way so they would always call my dice they would always be like judge uh, I don't think these dice are legal he got heads at least once in the life <laughs> but the judge would always come over and be like these are official pokemon dice they're just they're just imported from Japan. Like the dice are fine, but they would always, every single time, they'd be like, "Judge, this dice has a Pikachu on it. I've never seen it before." <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know if this little ball rolling thing is going to be legal. I, I feel like no. I feel like the ball rolling thing is really easy to manipulate. Yeah, because wouldn't you, if it was like weighted towards one side, right? Yeah. I feel like it's really easy. Like you'd also have to trust like the person like slide didn't like put, slide like, a, two cards under it, so it would always like yeah. Or also have a magnet under the heads part so that the ball's attracted to it. Like that just seems ripe with cheat all over it. Like I highly doubt they're going to allow. It. Like the damage counters, I think you can use because that doesn't do anything, right? Right. right yeah, you can use dice. Season. You can use the little gem. Yeah, things. but I, I I do think everything else in here it creates. Apart from the deck boxes, this creates a problem. <laughs> like, you can bring the fancy deck boxes, but again, you can buy them cheaper elsewhere. Again, Pokemon, if you're listening, I would love to be proven wrong. Feel free to send me the $400 <laughs> product. I would love to report back that this is a genuine, high-quality leather. I will say, I am very tempted by the holiday calendar Pokemon TCG box that I have seen all over Target this year. I have it on my other desk. It's wonderful. I got it last year. It is a delight to open every day of that of that holiday I, season. I may have to get it if I get a job. I am also tempted. There's a website that I found on Amazon. There was this maker that made advent calendars of knockoff Pokemon toys, and they were so funny. And the thing was like eleven dollars, and I was looking at it. And I'm like, do I spend eleven dollars to have mutant Pokemon figures? I have those. And Nick was very much by it. And I was like, ah, I just don't think I'm going to spend that money. Uh, I may is... I may break down and do it this year because they were hilarious. They look the pictures look hilarious. And the, the Halloween Pokemon advent calendar is an actual official thing, although I will debate anyone who says it's an advent calendar. Yeah, because it's cal- advent's kind of specific for multiple reasons. But also there are only 13 days. <laughs> <laughs> on the Halloween calendar. Spooky. Yeah. I, I mean 13 is the Halloween number. It's not though. 
It is. You want it to be like 661. No, 31 days. is the Halloween. Yeah, no, I want it to it. be the number of days in the month. <laughs> reverse it. You get 13. 13 is an unlucky number. That's why no hotels in the entire world have a 13th floor. So Pokemon Go News will wrap up with is there's an Azuril Hatch Day um, on Saturday, September 30th from 2 to 5. This is pretty similar to the Riolu Hatch Day that they did. If you're lucky, you will get. A, uh, what was, what did they? What did people speculate was Riolu? Like one in ten? It was like pretty high. Um, yeah, so, it was pretty high. Riolu was much more exciting, though. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here in first. In your face, Azuril. <laughs> Nobody likes well, you. Uh, Azumarill is good. It is, is very good in PvP. So if you don't have a good one of those, this is a good option for that. The hatch events are interesting. There will be event-exclusive timed research with a super incubator at no cost. Niantic being generous for us. Um, please note that the, the ex- timed research will expire. You'll have to claim it before 5 p.m. local time on Saturday. So I can't remember what it was. For real, though, wasn't it like just hatch one egg and then you get like a free incubator or something like that? I think um, so. So pretty similar here. And then uh, the, the big thing that Niantic announced was... Uh, this was just like three days ago they announced this. Adventure awaits during the Out to Play event. Trainers, get ready to explore your favorite routes during the Out to Play. If you can find one, Out to Play event in Pokemon <laughs> Go. Enjoy event bonus features, event bonuses, and featured Pokemon encounters. For the first time, trainers around the world will be able to encounter shiny Hisuian Growlithe if they're lucky. This will start Wednesday, September 27th. Go till Monday, October 2nd. Uh, your wild Pokemon will include Psyduck, Growlithe, Onix, Eevee, Feebas. I'm not, I don't understand these Pokemon choices. Woobat, Palmy. If you're very lucky, an Arcanine. All of those can be shiny except Arcanine and Palmy. Hisuian Growlithe will be in 2k eggs and 7k eggs. They will be able to be hatched. Kecleon will appear more frequently at Pokestops. I think if there's any takeaway from all of this, it's that Kecleon will be appearing more. Yes. Yep. Three times the X, three X, XP for completing a route. I didn't even know you got XP for completing a route. Uh, earn buddy candy faster when exploring a route. Field research will include Growlithe, so you don't need to completely rely on eggs. Hisuian Growlithe, sorry. Hisuian Sneasel, Hisuian Quillfish, and Palmy. Um, and there will be uh, a free event-exclusive research that will earn you Stardust and an Hisuian Growlithe. There will also be a $2 paid research. Is this the first time they've done $2? It's always been one, right? I think they've upped it. Ooh, I don't know. This is a good one, though, actually. The value so, on this one is way better than the Palmy. So for $2, <laughs> I did buy the Palmy <laughs> backpack. After it was already in the shop for 250 coins, which was half the mm-hmm. five. I already had the coins. I didn't have to give Niantic money. For $2, you'll be able to access event exclusive time to research, complete the event to receive the following six encounters with his suing Growlithe, five encounters with Growlithe, two incubators, and one super incubator. I want to remind everyone that the $5 Palmy research was a backpack that your trainer could wear and two encounters with Palmy. Even though Palmy was literally everywhere uh, <laughs> for $5. Trainers can purchase the gift, to, gift the ticket, purchase the gift ticket, blah, blah, blah. Uh, your timed research will expire like always. 
Um, there will be a Voyager box. There will be an Ultra Hatch box in the web store. There will be showcases for Growlithe and Hisuian Growlithe. There will be a George Washington wig added to the Avatar oh, store. so weird. Um, and they will... They, they have... They're fixing routes. They're fixing the brand new thing that they released that was already broken to begin with. This is what they're saying that is going to be fixed. Increased route availability across the globe. Lower requirement for trainers to create a route. I don't think that's a good thing. Uh, several quality of life improvements, including more routes listed on the nearby menu, directional arrows for routes, and running count of Zygarde cells you've collected in the cube details. In the future, trainers can expect more routes uh, popping up around the world. Uh, with the more changes with more trainers able to create routes, trainers will be able to find Zygarde cells more often, a notification available to trainers when routes are nearby, and various quality of life improvements. How's your, how's your route going, Hannah? Did you go back to the woods and submit your route again? I have not. That is a long trek, but I did submit <laughs> another one uh, two months ago, more than two months ago, that has been under review the entire time so i think both of mine have been under review the entire time as well i made one with greg back for some community today we did and that is still under review we, i think because we did Hollywag? yeah that was a that was the stone arch one didn't we do yeah. which yeah. that route's going to be pretty useless because they're going to close star arch bridge in the next couple months yep. And that yep. route will, you cannot take that route because the you route I made was across the bridge years. that they are closing to, for construction, per, to like redo it. But it hasn't gotten approved yet. Yeah. I, I mean, just walk around Centennial Lakes and make rust like everybody else did. But this is one of the problems with routes. Uh, and this is maybe an opposite problem that some people have. I think the problem that people have are there's no routes by me. I have the opposite yeah, problem. That's... I go to Mall of America and I open up routes and there's like 18 routes and they're all the same. It's all walk all in a circle same. around Mount around Mall of America. And I, I, there's like really no way to compare them. They're like, mm -hmm. I guess this person took this one 100 times and this person took this one 90 times. Maybe the 100 times one is better. That's not a good solution either. Like having more people mm -mm. create more routes ultimately is good. But when everyone's just creating the same route of a walk in a circle around, well, I don't need 14 of them. Somebody, it's like yeah. when I go to my YouTube comments and everyone's commenting, did you guys not all see everyone else's comments? Somebody already said this 30 times. You're saying the same thing. Like when you're creating, when you went to Mall America, did you not check? Oh, somebody already created a circle. 18 other times maybe i'll create a circle too like why it's did we need possible they all made them at the same time before any of them had been approved that's always possible i think that the route that i created now has a route in that same place uh not the fun forest one the other one they're just the approval process is this whole feature this whole feature is questionable in in its rollout it's it's like on paper it's cool to yeah. be like I like the idea of it. I want like I remember the Zoe Two Dots video of her finding like a twenty kilometer route. And she's like, I'm gonna do this. And then it took her like how long to do? Like forever to do. The whole day. The whole day. And then it was probably done with a third party, not actual tool, because multiple times the route goes across like rivers and stuff, and like Zoe gets there and there's like there's literally no way to cross. 
But like the concept of like for me when I was watching that was like, oh, like going to Japan, opening up the app, being like, oh, there's a route here that takes me past like five different shrines because there's like shrines hidden everywhere in Japan. And like I probably walked past a bunch that I was like, oh, if I knew that was there, I would have like stopped. No one's making good. This is a problem with the app is no one's making good routes. Yeah, good routes could be really good. And I think that it's a good feature to add more spawn points and things to do in places that don't have very many Pokestops or spawn points. But when things aren't getting approved or when the things that are getting approved are not good routes. So there is a there is a route in my neighborhood that somebody built that literally is start at one park walk down a random street that has nothing on it to another park and end in that park. And I'm like, how, how did this get approved? I mean, it's not exactly. I mean, that's it, not it, the worst I've heard. There yeah, was, but it walks, it, it walks down. <laughs> it literally looks like it's walking down Johnson street, which is a busy street. Like okay, there's sidewalks, but like, here, here's a here's here's a better thing, Greg. <laughs> I don't know how this got approved so fast, but when I was in Japan, I stayed at whatever hotel that the Pokemon Company put me in, the, the something resort. It was a Hawaiian themed hotel. Funny enough, they announced Hawaii is the next place. Um, but so the hotel was connected to the convention center, and then there was three convention centers, four worlds. The first convention center was like the Pokemon Center. The second convention center was the the tournament, and then the third one was like where the TCG Live was. And somebody, because because our hotel had the ten like featured content creators, just disclosing, I was one of the ten. I did not pay for the hotel. Pikachu did that. They would tell all the other people who like paid their own way to like meet in front of that hotel for things. So there was like probably like thirty content creators total, but like ten of them were staying in the hotel. Somebody created a route from that hotel spot to the Pokemon Center, which was maybe a three-minute route. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like literally the shortest route you could make that was allowed, because like you have to have like a certain distance before like you could submit it. And so it was literally 30 content creators that would be like, all right, let's all start the route. And then they would walk it, and then it would be over in three minutes. And I got a Zygarde cell almost every time from that. I got, like, super lucky. And I would just do it every, like, morning. Like, it was, like, what, four mornings in a row? And that was it. And I, I have no clue how that got approved. Obviously, oh, yeah. a bunch I of mean, people they're... were taking it because everyone was like, hey, I'm starting this route. And then people would be like, oh, there's a route here. And then, like, that was what I did the first day. I was like, oh, there's a route here? Cool. And I was like, oh, it's, it's literally just, like, walk one block over and then up some stairs and then it's done cool i got a zygarde yeah. so that's cool but like there's i don't know how that got route. approved so fast <laughs> <laughs> there's another route in my neighborhood that's literally the park is tiny like it is not a huge park it's literally the route i just looked at it start at the tennis courts loop around the swimming pool go to the side and i'm like guess but like <laughs> there's nothing in that park i mean it's a night i mean it's a it's an open park and it's a, it's fine but like how i i don't understand the approval process for any of this just 
as a rule, I don't understand it. And mm -hmm. then how you're supposed to find them also. Like, I just opened it up and I'm like, first of all, the Wyndham Park route, which is there, I'm like, only people who live in this neighborhood have any idea where those two places are. Because there's no landmark. Like, you are literally starting at somebody's random house and then walking down a busy <laughs> you street route to, to a start house. in front of your neighbor's yeah. house, Greg? Yeah, I mean, I might as well. I'll just say, like, hey, come see the Buddhist temple at the end of my street. Start at my house. Go see the Buddhist. Go around the corner and come back. Again, I Why think not? It's I, as interesting as walking down a literally busy residential street to a park. I think routes are really cool on paper. And I think if I was, like, exploring a city for the first time, I would like a route to take me to, like, the ideal sightseeing places. They, they were, there was an app back in the day. Gosh, I feel so old. Um, that was called Gowalla. And it was... <sighs> Craig, do you know this app? I do. I but it's not that long ago. But, but there, it was... Gowalla was like a location-based app that was like Foursquare. And so I, I had to live in California for like a month because I was working at Apple. Um, and when I was there, I was using Gowalla and I was using Foursquare to find places to go. Um, and Guala was really good uh, for, like, ultimately what this is, which was a route. So Guala had, like, a route in San Francisco that was, like, start on this, like, boardwalk and then walk over to this lighthouse and then walk over to, like, this beach and then to walk over to this other statue on the beach. Like, it was, like, seven tourist things and then it told you that like this was going to be like 45 minutes and it would tell you like which way to go and when you completed it you got like a little medal in your Gowalla app that you completed like this specific but they were like official routes made by Gowalla I'm sure yeah. there were maybe I, yeah. some community things and then there was another route in California that was like it was like an hour and a half away it was supposed to be like a spooky route it was like this very small city and it had like um like a haunted house or like this really historic thing that apparently somebody got murdered in and then like this bookshop it was like all like again it was like five things and i went out there and i did that um because i had a car and i had weekends off and i was like i don't know what else like i have no friends out here so i went i drove like the hour and a half i the city was really cool it was like a really tiny town that like probably would be in a horror movie and so I like did that little thing. And that was a great experience that doesn't exist in Pogo. Like realistically, Niantic should throw all of these community routes out and then have this is the New York thing. This is the Boston thing. This is the Austin, Texas thing. Like there needs to be at least some curated routes that people mm -hmm. can go to that city and have a good experience because no one's having a good experience driving out to wherever Greg lives in Minneapolis and walking around his tennis court. No one wants that experience. <laughs> not even the people no, in Greg's neighborhood experience. wants that experience. Nope. That's <laughs> so. He, okay, Goala was 2007 to 2012. <laughs> I didn't realize they also tried to relaunch in March of this year. Did they really? Yeah. And I mean, it, other apps like that exist. Apparently it failed because they ceased production a month later. <laughs> so the 2023 relaunch did not go well for Goala. Like, I've I think definitely just... seen apps like that pop up here and there. And there are hiking trails apps like that. And I feel like the, 
routes would do great with that kind of thing. I, I think but, there are a lot of existing like hiking trails. There are a lot of existing historical things that Niantic could have worked with to have very well made, well established, interesting routes to launch their product with. Instead, they have relied on a community that is just like, well, you've tied a reward to this, so I'm going to try to make a very simple route to reap the reward from it. I'm going to try to game the system, which is how you end up with 15 Mall of America circle routes. Right. I'm assuming the person that made your tennis court is a hardcore player that yeah. walks that tennis court every day because they want the Zygarde yep. cube. But that doesn't oh, benefit absolutely. anyone but that person. No. Yeah. So you're, you have this situation where you have... They're, they're, even in this press release, they're like, we're lowering the requirements. The only thing that that's going to do is get more useless routes and it's going to back up the route. I don't know how many people are approving it. I think that's the people who approve Wayfair or stuff like that. All it's going to do is slow down everyone's process of actually getting good routes. Like, if anything, you're going to lower the requirement. There's going to be 20 more Mall of America circles that like people are just going to submit because they're like, I want to submit a route. I'm going to submit this one. Like, no, we don't need that anymore. We, we're spinning in circles enough at Mall of America. I was just there yesterday. It was very busy and gross. I don't know why so many people were at Mall of America. <laughs> it's not the place to be. <laughs> yeah, again, I, I don't want to be like, routes are dumb or silly. I think they're very cool. I just think they are so poorly executed right now that they should, they should have rolled it out without the Zygarde thing. They should have rolled it out as like, this is something we're trying at the very end. You get, I don't know, an incubator or something like they shouldn't have tied it to a brand new Pokemon that people just want to set up a route to try to gamify it to get the brand new Pokemon. Yeah. And research rewards because you still need to do it to finish that research. And also, I don't Niantic has so much weight and so much power. And I don't know if it's because of the Pokemon company, but I don't get why Niantic can't go to Foursquare or some other app and be like hey let's partner together we'll put your uh, i don't know like uh, put your little we'll put you in one of those little balloons so when like people tap on the balloon it'll say like foursquare or something like let's exchange data like you they foursquare already has location monuments that like they think i think they have the same thing as guala although i haven't used foursquare in like a decade but Either. Unless unless they got rid of that. But at one point, Foursquare did have, like, here, here are the thing you should follow. Maybe they got rid of it. I don't know if Foursquare is more like Yelp now, where it's just, like, nothing but reviews. But, I mean, Niantic's thing has always been user-submitted points of interest. The yeah. Pokestops are, there's all the scanning of the Pokestops for all the AR stuff they've been trying to do. There's... And now the routes as well, but the routes are more complicated. It's a much more complicated thing. And also, there are no rules for what you're supposed to make a route. Yeah, like, hey, this route that Zoe yeah, yeah. did goes right across the river. And there's no way to cross that properly without walking a half a mile off, off of the route to cross a bridge to then walk a half mile back to the route to then continue it. Like... Mm-hmm. There was no rules well, for that's that. that's the Centennial Lakes one that ended in the middle of the lake. Yeah. And when you walked out on that dock, <laughs> I was like, somebody's falling in? Like, that's not a great nah. experience. Chris literally canceled his route because he didn't want to walk out there. 
I know. But that's because none, none of you haven't been around water or docks like I have my entire life. But even then, I went out to the edge of that dock and I still was not at the stopping point where that route said I should stop. I was not anywhere near where the ending point was. I mean, that was just like that could have been like when they ended it, it drifted over there. I don't know if that was like they intentionally ended it in the middle of the lake. I think they meant to end it back where they started and it didn't register it. So it ended it early. Like, yeah, I mean, if you've you've never created a route, it's not incredibly intuitive. (laughs) No. Like when I created my first route, I thought that I would be able to add points of interest. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's literally just walk and it will create something behind you and then you hit done and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Which. You would think in maybe like three years, if this game is still, I I, I have no worries that Pokemon, <laughs> I'm very, very confident Pokemon Go will be around in three years. But um, you would think that there would be something where it's like, OK, the route has five points of interest. You're going to walk to this one first, this one first, this one first. Um, I, th- that in my head is like the end goal for routes, but I, I don't know. You can rate a route. You can give it a one star or five. Star. Yeah. I, I don't know what that's doing. If anything. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's doing anything other than to tell people, Hey, you might, you might have to swim across a giant river on this one. Like, I don't know. So like how if many waits, like if once it gets to the point where there are so many routes, regardless of whether they are good or overlapping or whatnot, uh, maybe the rating will just move the better ones to the top, but better is subjective. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've personally found a route that I would rate five stars. Like I if just, I had, if my forest one had not been rejected <laughs> immediately, that one would be the first five star route. <laughs> <laughs> I was I so one, proud of that. I made one in Japan that was from the train station to the cat shrine. Uh, it was like a ten minute walk. It's it's a relatively short route, but it's a relatively short walk from the train station to the cat shrine. But like. It was pretty much what Google Maps suggested was the best way to get to the cat shrine, which is go through the main road of the city, which is like a standard Japanese city of like one car can fit down this, but it's mostly people walking and then cross over and then walk down this pedestrian sidewalk. And then you're there at the cat shrine. And as I made that route still hasn't gotten approved. There was no routes there to do. I like I checked like no one made a route to the cat shrine. Um. Yeah, you can check in uh in campfire now. Oh, you, you can, can check see routes in campfire? campfire. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Oh, I can't. Still can't get campfire to work. Campfire has actually been. Uh, I don't know if improved is the right word, but changed. <laughs> I used campfire recently, and I was like, oh wow, like that was actually helpful. But it was it was I yeah. think to check for like. Oh, I used it in Seattle because I was like, oh, is there any Zapdos raids around here for Community Day? And it was. It was slightly helpful for finding a Zapdos raid. Um, not that anyone came to my flare, but I at least found the raid. <laughs> I think last last bit of news is uh, I got an announcement uh, for the one person listening to this podcast that will be at the South Korean Safari Zone. Uh, I will also be there. Uh, Niantic, as of like two days ago, was like, we're ready to book you a flight. And I was like, okay, I mean, 
when you say we're ready, you are booking the flight for a week to <laughs> Korea because I can tell you that those prices have gone dramatically up. And they were like, yep, mm-hmm. we know. <laughs> that works. I, I... When, when I planned my first trip to Japan... I spent like six months planning it. I had an Excel spreadsheet. I had Google Docs. I had things listed. When I went to the World Championship, again, multiple months of planning. When I originally went to South Korea last year, that was like two months of planning. Planning a week to... I am so over... I'd even pay for this trip. Niantic has paid for this. I'm still stressed that like oh in 7 days i'm getting on a 14 hour flight to south korea uh and i and uh, the uh, last time i talked to niantic they were like we're not sure where to get a hotel yet oh okay i guess we'll oh, figure that okay, out on cool, Monday. cool 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 <laughs> cool 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 uh i guess i'm sleeping on the street the th- this would always bo- when i used to have to book trips for work it always boggled me that i'm like okay i have found this the cheapest price you have told me that we need to save money. I have found a flight. And if you can just approve it this week, I can get this flight for $200. Three weeks later. Oh, hey, book the flight. It is now $600 more. <laughs> oh, yeah, we figured. What are you doing? Also, you won't let me stay at a cheap hotel because by your standards, I have to stay at the more expensive hotel that has a breakfast that I'm not going to eat. But it has to be there. So instead of me paying a hundred dollars a night to stay in the hotel that I want, that's actually across the street from the call center you're sending me to, I have to be an Uber drive away at the four hundred dollar hotel because it has a breakfast. Because that's what they, uh, like, yeah. The the Niantic problem is not any different than anyone, any corporation booking flights or hotels. It uh, just is so weird. It's very nice that they were like, we're gonna send you to South Korea for the Safari Zone. I have no clue what to expect. I'm going to turn on my stream backpack. So I believe the Safari Zone is the 7th and the 8th of October. Uh, I'm leaving a little bit early because I don't know. If you try to book a flight in a week, a lot of those flights are already (laughs) overbooked. They're all, they're full. They're full. They're full. Um, So the Sunday flight. You're going to miss good sleep day on a plane, right? No. uh, No, I would leave on October 1st and I get okay. into Korea the second. And because all the flights were overbooked, I was like, I want to get there a little bit early in case I'm overbooked. In and case they you bump. get kicked? Yeah, in case I get bumped. Yeah. Um, I will be in Korea uh, <laughs> very soon. <laughs> when I tell you this, listener, I am also just a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, where did I, where was I just flying to? When I flew to Atlanta for Dragon Con and I was walking past a gate, this is what I heard. We are now offering $3,000 for somebody to not take this flight because we are overbooked. Har- I would have been, I'm not even on this flight. <laughs> I know, and I was like, well, hold on a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I have to prove that I would have a ticket out of this flight to collect this $3,000. But there were so many people who were like, no, I need to get home. You are, that is still too little to mess $3, up my entire life. When I was flying to New York for Pokemon Sleep, which the Pokemon company paid for, um, which was also like a last minute flight, but not nearly as expensive because it was New York. 
Not South Korea. Yeah, not overseas. <laughs> not overseas. When I was sitting at the terminal, they were like, we're offering $500 and the next flight is in an hour. You're taking $500 for the next flight to be in an hour. And I was like, I want to take this so bad, but also this is cutting it really close because like my flight was hours before the meeting. Like my meeting was mm-hmm. the same day. And I was like, if they booked me literally the day before, I would, and they would have been like, ah, next flight's in like three hours. I would be like, I can, I can waste three hours in the airport for 500 bucks. That's, that's like $165 an hour. <laughs> and flight yeah, credit, it's never I would take really, that. It's never, it's always like, oh, well, here's, you know, $3,000 in Target bucks, right? Like, it's always like, it's not like they're going to give you a $3,000 check. It's always like, here's, Three thousand dollars to spend on our Wi-Fi the next time you fly American. <laughs> Three hundred dollars in food credit that you can only Here's use food on the flight. You can only use here. Always, always read the fine print. It was wild to me that people were like, "Nope," and I can't wait an hour for five. I mean, I I couldn't because I literally had maybe <laughs> I couldn't do it, but I can't believe nobody else could. But if nobody I could, else could have reasons, only I could. Uh, so, yeah, so just disclosure, Diantic is paying for my flight in my hotel for Seoul in South Korea. I will be there, apparently. Um, I don't know who else will be there. I don't think we have a lot of South Korean listeners, according to my analytics. <laughs> Not with that attitude. I'm going to try to... Bring the stream backpack, uh, stream that event. It should be eight hours for both days. There's supposed to be like a city experience, a raid pass experience. I didn't realize this until literally re-looking at the stuff because originally when they announced the safari zones, one for Korea, one for Barcelona, one for Mexico City, they didn't really have a lot of details besides here are the dates. And I think Skidoo will be the Pokemon they turn shiny for these safari zones. Uh... So I don't know if there's like a real world equivalent that's going to happen of like, oh, Safari Zone Korea is happening. But if you everywhere else, Skidoo will have like a timed research or something. I don't I have no clue. Disclose. Sometimes there is. Sometimes there isn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally just disclosing the flight is being paid for and hotels because I have to per the FTC when companies pay for stuff. Uh, if I don't say that they didn't pay for it, it's because Niantic has not paid for my hotel for Japan, uh, which is at this point. The person who said they were going to pay for it no longer works there, so now it's stuck in legal limbo. Um, mm. This is already taken care of, but I try to disclose, not because I'm like bragging or anything, but because I legally I have to disclose. Because you have to. So they're going to have EVs with uh, Explorer hats. I did see that. That 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 is uh, kind of exciting because I think this is the first time that hat ex- ex- existed. Mm-hmm. So got all of those evolutions with that new hat. Got all of those evolution shinies with that new hat. Oh That's so many new hats. So my storage is already full, new hats. and I got to figure out how to make store. The, this is the real scam. Niantic's like, watch all these people have to increase their storage for EV hats. <laughs> that's that's the real scam. Uh, okay, that's today's show. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for making it to the end. Uh, we'll be back next week. Although. Uh, we I we have to probably record a day or two early because of this last minute South Korean thing, but we'll figure it out. I'll bring my recording equipment to South Korea because we'll have at least one episode there. Uh, what weird hotel will Bobby put into? Find out 
in two weeks when I'm there. Um, and we're two weeks away from Detective Pikachu. That's eventually coming out too on October 6th. So, um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we also have a giveaway. If you're listening to this podcast uh, right now, there's a giveaway. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, it's for a bunch of Yokohama merch. The Pokemon Company gave me a bunch of extra merch to give to you all, uh, and that ends this week. So uh, completely free to enter um, worldwide. It's just the standard follow on Twitch, follow on YouTube, follow on Instagram. The base is super basic. You're probably already doing it, so you just have to confirm your entry. Um, but yeah. Uh, two winners, a grand prize winner with a uh, bunch of Yokohama and then a runner up with, you know, chopsticks, cookies. <laughs> Still a good running up prize, honestly. <laughs> you could use the you chopstick to eat your cookies. You'll get one stick of the chopsticks. You get the other half a chopstick keep. and a half eaten box of cookies. That's your runner up prize. So That's your runner up prize and you'll be happy about it. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Hannah. We will see you all next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Keeping an eye on those moon calendars, because good sleep day is coming up. Super effective. I'm so excited. Why? Clefairy. You'll be asleep. I love sleeping. <laughs> you don't! I've been with you! <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our Patreon supporters, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Fumes, and Yarny. Thank you all for your support. And if you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week.